interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hello and welcome to the Salt Report, where two of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt about video games, cosplay, comics, movies, and all things nerdy. I'm Kay, and recording with me tonight is Jesse. Yo! The sponsor in our hearts is the pumpkin moose. Pumpkin moose. The moose that, that eats the pumpkins. He eats the pumpkins. People carve the pumpkins. They work hard all day carving pumpkins, and moose eats. In defense of moose, accessible treats that are probably, like, softer than, like, a regular pumpkin would be because they are missing the middle, and so they're easier to, like, access. And so moose is like, ah, yes, a snack. How wonderful the people have left me. Adorable snacks and consume also if it wasn't the moose it would have been some shitty kid that wants to smash your pumpkin so yeah I mean. wouldn't you rather a moose wouldn't you rather feed a moose moose are kind of hell of intimidating because they're big and moose are terrifying yeah they can kill you and like i mean a deer oh, can yeah. kill you too but like i don't know like i just if i saw a moose eating my pumpkin like i can't be kind of sad but also i'm not gonna fight the I'd be like, well, you won this war. (laughs) No, I remember once we, when I was a kid, I grew up in like a more rural area and a moose came into town and was eating apples off my neighbor's apple tree. We had to stay inside the house until animal control came. Escort the moose away. Well, they tranquilized it and brought it (laughs) Imagine your ass is eating apples. And someone just knocks your ass out and then you wake uh, up in a different it, place. Yeah, it crushed my neighbor's fence when it fell over. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. And then that moose is like, I was abducted. And <laughs> the other moose are like, yeah, whatever. And it's like, no, man, you don't understand. They <laughs> lost time, man. <laughs> so thank you, Pumpkin Moose, for being the sponsor in our hearts. <laughs> All right, um, moving into our pre-salt. I'm mostly just going to talk about Anime Bonsai this podcast, because uh, it's what I did this weekend. I got all my costumes done in time, as I talked about last week, um, and that was exciting. Um, I wore Overhaul Friday, I wore Link Saturday, and I wore Prompto on Sunday. I styled my wig for Prompto, like, Sunday morning. Because uh, I I didn't go to sleep until late on Saturday night, but I, my body's ability to sleep in has been kind of crushed for the most part. Um, and it will just randomly wake me up on weekends at 8 a.m. Like, aren't you supposed to be at work? So I was up at, like, 7.30, and I was like, I might as well get ready for the con. <laughs> Um, so for any, I remember Co asked me if I ever found a solution to the brads on my pants issue, and I just put hot glue on the backs. It worked for that day, at least. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had a good time. It, um, word on the street is that there's a lot of infighting behind the scenes at Anime Bonsai staff. Um, so I wonder if that has to do with it being a hot fucking mess this year. Um, cause it really was a hot fucking mess this year. Um, but I still had a good time cause I was hanging out with my friends. So, um, you know, hanging out with friends and cosplay is great. I did the cosplay contest as I was talking about. I won second Woo! place for craftsmanship for my Link costume. Um, I'm so excited. I, um, so they, there was a miscommunication with the staff member, apparently, and she thought that they were going to be reserving seats for us near the front of the auditorium, um, but they did not do that, and we had to sit way in the back, and so, um, they were announcing prizes, and they said, oh, and this, they were talking about, you know, and this cosplayer, you know, like, their applique work was immaculate, and I was like, holy shit, it's happening. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had the most applique. Like, I, my costume had so much fucking applique on it. I did applique for the cape, I did it for the tunic, I had satin stitching on my gauntlets, like, so much applique, so I'm like, it's happening. And sure enough, they call my name, and I 
passed my props to my friend who was sitting next to me. And then I started running. I was at the back <laughs> of the auditorium. I felt the snap on my Sheikah slate like holster just like fly off and my Sheikah slate fly off. And I'm like, I'll get it later. And I just kept running. <laughs> and one of the MCs was like, don't run out of stamina. And I'm like, ah, very funny. Um, ran up there, got my, um, I was like, just, I was like really excited, but also like, astral projecting a little bit because i'm yeah. like is this really happening um remember that last year i did not get to accept my award on stage so i, I had not experienced this before and i was like ah um so i got up there and i thanked the judge and one of the, and she says something to me and i was like what and she says take a bow and so i like oh and i turn around and like bow really quickly and then i look around like now where do i go and she's like go go down the ramp <laughs> i'm like okay thanks <laughs> and my friend had picked up my chicas late so that wasn't a problem thankfully uh, I'm sure even if a stranger had picked it up, they would have been like, you dropped this. I mean, um, I would be that hoe, though, that's like, oh my god, I have to go pick that up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, my I mean, my, my friend told me that some, some random person did pick it up, like, what do I do? And she was like, oh, that's that's my friend's here, I'll, I'll hold it for her. Um, but I'm sure, like, definitely, computer, no. Okay, sorry, it froze for a second. I, I hate this fucking computer. Um, but, um, like, I'm sure, I guess I definitely would have been like, oh, they dropped their prop, what do I, what do I, I guess I'll just hold it until they come back. <laughs> um, but also, to be honest, if someone had stolen it, I would have been mad, but not that mad. <laughs> so, yeah. um, they, but yeah, I, cried all over my friend because I was so excited and it was great. All my friends also won awards, some of them judges' choices, uh, some of them ranked awards. It was great. Very, very exciting. Um, and I had a good time despite, despite my anxiety being sky high for that one, which I will talk about later. Um, and just, yeah, overall, good con. I was just telling Jesse before the podcast that I was on a mission to get pho the next day and we found a place that was really really good and also very close to the convention center uh we probably could have walked but it was th day three of the con and we were dying so you know but i got some delicious pho and curry pockets that were amazing um and just generally had a good time oh i i didn't write it in here but i do have final fantasy 14 pre-salt um i got back into pvp after the con because um, there's one week left for me to get my last bit of Garo gear before it all goes away. And um, I've been getting back into it and now I only need six more victories before I have the final mount. So hopefully I can get that before Monday maintenance. Due to a temporary local power failure, WTDS is off the air. We've been sure that everything possible is being done to correct the situation, and we will return to air as soon as possible. Okay, now I'm recording too. We're all recording. The Salt Report has been plagued with technical difficulties tonight, but hopefully we can get the show on the road. I don't even remember what I was talking about. I was talking about the feast, I think. But um, Yeah, you needed six more wins. Yeah, six more wins. Um, I feel like there was something else I had to talk about, and I... I don't remember what it was, so I'm just going to end my pre-song here. Okay. Ah, I'm such a mess. Add to the salt technical difficulties. Um, okay, so I'm going to pre-salt now that I'm ready to take a nap here on my desk. Um, pre-salt is, uh, I had a stream on Sunday. Sunday. Um, and then I was like, hey, I know you're busy, Kay, with with uh, anime convention stuff, but in the off chance that you're not, um, you can join me. And Kay was like, hold on, let me remove my wig. Yeah, um, I had just gotten home. And so I, I really appreciate that even though you were, like, balls tired, you were like, yeah. I was, I was so fucking dead on that stream. I was, so it was okay, because I was, like, delirious. Um, and so we did, um, <laughs> we did Halloween event, which 
uh, had was a mixed bag of, like, some of it was, like, fun, and some other stuff was just, like, I want to punch a wall. Like, we spent so much time going, I pumpkin, when we got turned into pumpkins. Um, there's, like, this, essentially, you know, a thing will come in and be, like, there are clues hidden all around this this house, Bukake Manor, um, which is all decorated for Halloween. Find the clues and uh, don't get caught. And I'm like, great, a sneaking game. Yeah. yeah, you have a meter that goes down if you get caught. and it's it, They had it last year, too, and I don't think anybody liked it then, either. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that they brought it back. It's it was It was kind of... Like, they had this other thing where, like, you get a flying mount by flying around on the mountain scaring people that was the prequel then you get in this spooky house and it's like you have to open the right chest and the only way to know how to open the chest is to like get all these clues i don't know it was awful Kay and i spent the whole time going i pumpkin very sadly i got my cookies so i could buy the housing items that i may never be able to use though that's fun that's yeah it was a time Kay and i were having a time on stream apparently my friend found us saying i pumpkin really funny it was just like the disappointment and just like the like the one that he thought was funny was when you said i pumpkin and i said i know, I know. well no apparently he just because he was telling me last night that like just us saying i pumpkin was making him lose his shit um because we were just i pumpkin the one that he quoted was yeah. when you said i pumpkin and i just responded i know it's so sad um then we went we played dress up for a while and pretended to be there's like you can uh go to this imp and the imp will let you um glamour into another character that out of this choice of people so of course we had to go be graha um yeah, I was having fun with all the meta stuff. Like, one of the characters you can dress as is Hilda. And so I was like, oh, what animations did they give her? And so I did the dance emote, and I was like, ah, oh, this is the Midlander dance. So they based her model off of Midlander. Um, and, like, playing with the Garleans the same way. They're based off of Ellison, I believe, but I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I was having all the meta stuff, and you were just taking lots of screenshots and using emotes. Yep. I was just like, <laughs> I want to see joy on Astinian's face. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. I didn't like it. <laughs> and seeing Graha do the ear yes. wiggle. Um, the, another moment that made your friend laugh was when I glamoured into a Heavensward character that I do not recognize. And I was like, who am I? <laughs> Kay, it was so funny because Kate was like running around. Because this mansion, we're, you're in a different instance in a, in the same mansion. Um, but like, Kay's running around this creepy haunted mansion yelling, <laughs> who am I? Oh, <laughs> who am I? <laughs> and fucking, like, my friend was like, oh, this is like an existential crisis. <laughs> who am I? And I'm just sitting there, like, doing the giggle emote and shit. Okay, it's like, who am I? Um, it was, it was super, that part was fun. Uh, but then we did some, we did some Eden raids. I think we did, we did a, uh, we did some leveling roulette, and we got <laughs> Teton. Um, no, we got Ifrit. Yeah, yes. It was baby content. And then I think we did Circus yeah. Tower. Yeah, and then, uh. We did um, the Eden raids, and uh, which is was extra funny because we're fucking delirious by this point, and Eden is already new content. So like, we're we're having a good time, having a good time. And then there was this point which my friend clipped. You can find it on my Twitter because I hate myself. Um, I was delirious and in the middle of thinking about mechanics and listening to Kay talk, so there was a lot going on in my mind at once. And uh, it was it was the last raid we did of the night, which is Eden, but it was the, yeah, it's the first of the Eden raids. It was Eden one. Last. That one has the hell fucking AOEs on the floor, and um, I'm doing all this stuff. And what I meant to say is that a hair had gone down my shirt and was tickling my chest. But, like, that was way too much information, I guess. Like, way too much, like, words for my brain to handle at that level. So my, I just went, my nipples. <laughs> and I was like, I, that's not what I meant to say. So then Kay's like, what did she mean to say? <laughs> and she's like, Jesse! And I didn't, I was just, like, not saying anything. I also noticed that my friend typed O oh, into the chat. And then I just went, we'll be right back. Beep, 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 beep. 
and he like he's like you can't Kay's like you can't leave you're trapped in this raid with me um it was so funny and my friend like dropped a clip of it in the chat I'm like I can't believe you click clipped this but also this is classic salt report con that's a, that sounds like something that would have happened when we were streaming Bloodborne yeah I just like I was trying to focus on too much at once and so instead of saying a hair fell down my shirt and was tickling my chest my brain just went my nipples <laughs> And, like, what did, what did you mean to say? And I'm like, fuck, you can't even excuse yourself, and I can't even run away because we were in a raid. Um, it was lots of fun. I love hanging out with Kay. I liked streaming. I liked people coming to see what the hell was going on, enjoying our wonderful content. <laughs> we'll give you this content for free. Um, second piece of pre-salt is that I just sent in a bunch of files last night for charms. And then I have a bunch of files going in. I have, um, I'm also part of a pre-order for more charms, um, with different kinds of charms. Though I might, there's an option for acrylic stands. I'm basically part of a big-ass group order, um, filled with some amazing people. Actually, it's been really inspiring to just be part of the Discord and see people making stuff, you know? Sometimes that's good content. Um, but... I made a buttload of charms and I accidentally ordered too many, so then I got super stressed. I'll talk about that later. And But I made a bunch of charms, basically. Who knows how they'll turn out, um, but hopefully well. I, I'm i trying a lot of stuff. I only have ever made two charms before. Um, I did, for this round, there was an Emmet Selk, a Shoe Bill, um, a Luna, a charm of my kitty, <laughs> um, the Try Me Kupo uh with a knife um yes uh cloud frog and um the i made i made a dark knight specific one of like the dark dark knight job stone with fray inside like the shadow of fray inside of it um so we'll see how those turn out hopefully it's okay uh i will learn lessons in printing i guess um Next round is going to have the a three inch because those are two inches clear acrylic. Next round, I think I'm doing a three inch um, Promare one, um, and then I ordered another two inch. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. And then I have um, I'm doing holo. I, I they're not holographic. They're iridescent. I don't know how to explain. It's not like the little pieces. You know how like holographic charms have iridescent. It's like a light shimmer. Yeah. It's, not, it's, it's like, like it's not even like a shimmer. It just effects. Yeah, yeah, it's like duochrome. Um, and I am doing a Graha Tia with that one because uh, I'm doing some crystal tower shenanigans. So um, hopefully that one turns out all right. But those are for next time. Oh, I yeah. put in the files for the other ones last night. I'm <laughs> fucking exhausted. Um, I was up really late because I drank coffee so that I could come home from a six hour shift. I had not slept the night before working on files. Then I went to work and I, um, worked a five hour shift in a place that is not conducive for staying awake. And then I somehow, I got home and I drank coffee and then I turned in my files just because they had to be in before midnight. Um, probably turned them in at like 11 PM and then but then I had had coffee in order to do that, so then I was up. Um, so it was exhausting, but I did it. I hope they turn out okay. I've been working on a lot of merch, uh, which is exciting because I like making merch. But um, it's also it's kind of expensive, although the group orders make it better. Um, and it's also just like the fear of like, will anybody buy this? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but hopefully they will. Uh, my last piece of pre-salt is pretty uh, random, but it's as of recording this, so it's the 23rd of October. Um, it is the birthday of um, My Chemical Romance's The Black Parade. Uh, it's 13 years old today, and I saw that, and I told <laughs> Kay and I at the same time were like, I turned to dust and blew away in the wind. Um, I just, I was like, I am old because i was not a child i 13 years ago obviously because then i i I, yeah i bought the black parade so like and 
Yeah. Um, that album was a weird time. I remember them talking about thinking it was cursed. I don't know if anybody remembers that, I don't but remember I do. That. Um, yeah, I, there's there's actually an AP article about it that just ran today, but I remember it because they were. I don't know if they wrote it. They stayed in a haunted mansion to write it. Um, with like and had weird experiences, and then like they had a bunch of problems with that album. That was the one where the drummer's leg got burned. Then people had stomach issues. It was a, it was a whole mess. Um, but anyway, that album I still listen to it to this day. I still listen to My Chemical Romance. I feel like I've talked about this before, um, but like I um, like a lot of what I do is connect now is connected to My Chemical Romance, which is just funny to to think about. Like it's stupid and dorky and like for any band really to be like. But I started reading comics. Um, because of my chem and therefore I started wanting to work on comics because of my chem. Like I, at that point I had read manga mostly up until listening to my chem and then like reading interviews and stuff. And I was like, Oh, I want to try American comics. So I started reading American comics and I got, I don't know. I just got into a whole bunch of stuff because I would read interviews and be like, Oh, that sounds interesting. Um, specifically with those band members, a lot of music too. Um, so they, they've been such a weird, large influence on my life with somehow like in, in, in ways that I think most people wouldn't expect. Cause it's just funny. I think, uh, my once sent me a message about how funny it was that that was the reason I started reading comics. And I was like, yeah. Um, but I don't know. The, my friend said there was a post recently about how if you listen to MCR in 2019, you're cringe. And I'm like, bitch, sometimes they just like things. <laughs> it's almost like people like things sometimes. Like, Wild. Is, is, yeah, and like, I think too, there's like a hint of nostalgia as well. Like, I, do I listen to Barbie Girl because it's like the top? most important song that ever existed in the world probably not but it was a big thing when i was younger um and hearing it now takes me somewhere luckily it takes me somewhere good because you know how sometimes songs take you somewhere and you're like god this was not a place i wanted to be smells do that for me a lot more um there is this smell i worked at a halloween store that will go unnamed um and it was really bad work conditions and the soap there that they were kind of using, like somebody was buying the soap for us to use because there weren't really soap dispensers. Um, it's complicated. And that bathroom is filthy. And the only smell that didn't smell like shit and latex was um, this, like, it's like a artificial raspberry smell, right? It, and, like, every once in a while, I'll catch a whiff of something that smells like that, and it triggers my fight-or-flight response. Like, I have war flashbacks. I just, like, I suddenly am like, I am not okay currently and need to exit the vicinity. But sometimes it's at my work, and I'm like, whose perfume smells like this? Um, it's just, sometimes music be like that, too, where you're just like, mm. But also, sometimes it can be great. Like, you know, watching a movie from your childhood that you really liked and makes you feel all warm and fuzzy. Um, stuff like that. So I, uh, I just, you know, wanted to give a little shout out. A happy birthday. It's also my dad's birthday, which is kind of funny. Um, it was funny because last night I thought about it because I was going to bed and I was reading this tweet that was like, uh, it's Scorpio season now. And I was like, my dad's a Scorpio, which means that like, and he's a Scorpio Libra cusp kind of. So, like, he has to be around the beginning of Scorpio, which means that his birthday has to have been, like, in the this three-day window. The poison window. for Cusco. The po- so, specifically for Cusco. Cusco's poison. Cusco's poison. <laughs> Alternatively, that Scott Pilgrim part where they're, like, the cleaning lady, she dusts, <laughs> but she has weekends off, so Monday? Um, yeah, that was me last night, and so I was like, his birthday? Um, so it is also his birthday today. What a wonderful coincidence. Both, um, the Black Parade and my father having a birthday today. Um, he wanted in and out Burger. That was his gift from me. I went and bought him some in and out Burger. That's what he likes. The, the, the line. Yeah, that's what Kay said. Because I was like, my dad wanted 
in and out burger sometimes you just want um shitty fast food <laughs> in and out's not shitty it's okay and it's hard to yeah it's hard to acquire um anybody who lives in california in the state of california knows that for some reason every in and out burger is plagued with an enormous it was, line it was for like reasons i can't quite comprehend when it first opened but now there's a couple of them so it's not as bad it can still get really busy though yeah, it like the, the car lines I'd, I'd go around. Five so, guys. Like I not Yeah, not to insult my the food of my people as a Californian, but I don't really care for In N Out Burger. Part of the reason is that I don't eat burgers in all fairness to In N Out Burger. But like also I just don't think their food is that much It's better than like Burger King, but that's not saying much. Um that was a... I'd rather go to Five Guys because they have better fries. They have them Cajun fries. The Cajun fries are good. I do kind of like um, the the. It's more like the In and Out Burger fries have a unique flavor because I think they um, fry they fry them in peanut oil. Five Guys feel uh, fries them in peanut oil. Yeah, it's just like this, and it's like a weird. I don't know something about. And like sometimes I don't like it, and sometimes I do. So what is the truth? I also really like McDonald's fries. I'm not going to lie. I'm. Yeah, I mean, McDonald's fries have a nostalgia factor to them. Yeah, I think it's just like, yeah, I, like those albums. We're bringing it full circle today. Yeah. Um, look at us go. But yeah, I, that's, I just, but I, like I said, not to be a traitor to my people, but like In-N-Out Burger is not that revolutionary. Like I said, it's better than Burger King, but like I said, most things are. No shade to Burger King. I was listening. McDonald's is better than Burger King. Like that's not. I was listening it's not a high bar to, <laughs> to my brother, my brother and me, um, and they were talking about this, uh, the Nightmare Burger that Burger King released that has. Uh, was that the green or the black one? It's not the black one. The black one was also disgusting, but it's green. But that's not the nightmare part about it. The nightmare part about it is that it's beef, chicken, and then bacon, so pork. All in one burger. Sounds awful. It sounds awful with cheese. And then and then they did studies of people like eating it before bed and they were like more likely to have nightmares. There was a whole studies thing. Um and then they but they used it as like pro marketing for their their food, like eat this burger and have nightmares. Um like it's not just the burger. I think anyone if you ate that amount of protein and then went to bed, you're gonna have fucking nightmares. Like I think it it disrupts your sleep cycle um to be digesting that much Yeah, because your food's digest like your stomach's digesting so much like heavy greasy food. So you're so like yeah you'll have nightmares but you could do that with but as the McElroy brothers were pointing out, like you could drink an entire jar of pizza sauce and go to bed and like also have nightmares. Nightmare sauce is what they called it, which is the funniest fucking thing I um but I was also like this is weird marketing and you know you know that your food can't be like good if your marketing behind it isn't about the flavor but like about the fact that it'll cause you to have nightmares like if that's the thing you're marketing you have a fucking problem with your burger my dude um wow i went on i went on a full-on tangent about food because all because of when i was a young boy my father took me into the city to see a marching band? See a marching band. My dad would never take me to see a marching band because I don't think he likes marching bands. Um, but anyway, that's my <laughs> All right. Let's move into the salt. things and move my way up uh the weather for anime bonsai fucking sucked it was cold it rained on saturday which meant everybody had to stay in um the davis convention center is pretty tiny so like even if there were only a thousand people there a thousand people crammed into that space is pretty crowded uh and that was the day i had props so i was very anxious about my props it was not a great time um Mm. people trying to take hall photos and there's just no fucking space um it was, and then on Sunday it was. It snowed Saturday night. I remember I went out to my car after the cosplay contest. We were going to eat Denny's because I was dying. Um, everybody was dying. It was very late. We hadn't eaten in hours, but um, there was snow on my car. 
so it snowed at some point that night uh, and it was extremely cold and then the next day it was sunny but it was also very cold uh and i was prompto that day and like the vest i was talking about this vest of the con because it's kind of wild i i basically just searched like black denim vest on uh amazon and picked the one that looked the best and it turned out to be like a legit ass biker vest um, I, I remember at one point I re- there's like a, there's a shitload of pockets on this vest, which is awesome for a convention. But at one point I reached into one of the inside pockets um, because I was trying to like I was trying to attach one of the patches, but not like close the pocket because I wanted to keep the pocket, you know. So I was inside the pocket, kind of like closing the things, and I felt this elastic. And I was like, "What is this for? It's for a gun." Like <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Um, and so that you can you can keep your gun in there, um, concealed carry, I guess. But so this is like a serious vest, and it was quite warm. However, it was also sleeveless, so I was freezing to death. I also forgot my they were fingerless gloves, so they wouldn't have protected my fingers very much anyway. But they could have at least kept my hands warm. But I but I forgot my gloves, and I didn't realize it until I was like getting off the exit thirty minutes from home. And so I'm like, well, I'm just gloveless today. Fuck that. Um, it's fine. It's it's day three. <laughs> We spent a lot of time saying whatever, it's day three that day. It's just kind of a la- last day of the convention mood. Um, but yeah, it was it was not it was not good weather. It was very cold. Last year I remember it being very, very nice that weekend, but it, like October is unpredictable. It, it'd be like if we had a convention in March where March is just second yeah. winter here in Utah. So it'll be, it'll be like 70 degrees one day and then the next day it'll snow. Like, and we'll get like five inches of snow. It's fucking ridiculous. But, um, earlier, I remember having second summer earlier this year. I remember it snowed like pretty late into the year. I want to say in, in May. Um, and like one of my, it was my, one of my free company friends in final fantasy is also my real life friend. and And we all live in Utah and they like, posted a picture of the snow to our free company discord and someone was like or, or no they said like oh it's snowing outside this really sucks it's gonna be hard to get to work and one of the free company people that lives in another state was like it's may and the friend just posted a picture of the snow and was like i know what month it is <laughs> <laughs> bitch come at me i'm fucking ripped you um but um anyway beyond that speaking of gloves um, so the thing I forgot to talk about in my pre-salt because of all the technical difficulties was that, um, while we were sitting in Denny's waiting for our food, I checked Facebook and saw that my friend, he was like, I'm gonna do more cosplay contests and, um, conquer my stage fright. And I was like, yeah, man, let's do this. Um, so I signed up for the ALA, um, cosplay contest and, because uh, there were still slots open, surprisingly. They opened signups on October 7th, and I was able to sign up. And I got the confirmation email, so it was for real. Um, but I, I, it's a bigger competition, I guess, but I was just surprised it didn't fill up so fast because Bonsai filled up so incredibly fast. Um, mm. But, yeah, I'm going to bring my High Elf Archer cosplay because that one already got started, so I just need to, like, finish it. However, I am officially in the intermediate category or journeyman under their rules so and high elf archer is it's like a pretty simple costume like there's a prop but the prop's not that fancy and there's not any like applique work or anything that i can do to really impress so i have to do everything extremely well um so i'm gonna unpick a couple of seams on the shirt that i mostly finished and like make sure that all the lines are really like nice and flat and look nice and I'm making a pair of gloves. I hate making gloves. I hate them so much. I've got one done so far, and it it does look pretty good, to be fair. It's not it's not done, I still need to do a cuff. But like it looks pretty good, but I had to do fitted gloves with the gussets and everything, because the fabric that I chose to use isn't stretchy enough to do the hand turkey spandex method. So, um, hand turkey spandex well, literally, you, you trace, the name of you trace your hand all spread out. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but that's the name of my next band. <laughs> so, um, for those listening at home, I should probably explain better, but basically the hand turkey method, literally it's what you sound. It sounds like you trace your hand 
onto um, some freezer paper and you put that on your four-way stretch fabric and you just like sew around it. Um, it's really simple, but it only works on extremely stretchy fabrics. And even the stretchiest pleather I have is only two-way stretch, so it would have strangled my fingers and just not been very comfortable. So I'm making it out of like a faux leather that has some has some stretch, but it's not like a stretch pleather. So I had to do gussets, um, and it's not it's not easy, and it required quite a bit of hand sewing. Um, it looks good, but I only have one done, and I've already spent like three and a half hours on this fucking pair of gloves, and. And I want to line them. I'm probably going to do the lining with the hand turkey method. I'll use just very stretchy fabric. Um, because again, they have to be immaculate because now I'm an intermediate cosplayer and this costume isn't very fancy. Um, yeah. So I'm, I have until January 3rd is what the deadline I've given myself. Um, because I want to have enough time to practice my walk-on. Uh, I didn't get to do that this time, and we'll discuss that in a minute. But I also had some post office drama because I ordered something from Etsy. I've had I've had this happen before. I'm not sure if I ever talked about it on the podcast, but I definitely made a lot of tweets about it. Where um, I got a notification that said your package has been delivered, so I went outside to my mailbox and it wasn't there. And I'm like, ah, and it didn't show up the next day. So I went to the post office and was like, do you guys have this here? And they were like, no. Um, well, it happened again. Same same scenario. It said it was delivered to my mailbox. It wasn't in my mailbox. It wasn't on my porch. It wasn't. I couldn't see it on any of my neighbors' porches because sometimes they just deliver to the wrong apartment because it's like the same number but a different building. You know, whatever. Um, apparently, people can't read. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, eh. so the next day I went to the post office. It, it was coming from China, so I'm like, maybe he just clicked the wrong button when he scanned it. You know, and. Really, he meant to take it back to the post office because I needed to sign for it. Uh, and he was too lazy to get out of his car and go to my front door, apparently, because I was home. But whatever. Um, but I went there, and they were like, yeah, we don't have it. And I'm like, he's like, it says it was delivered to the post office, to, the, to your mailbox. And I was like, well, it wasn't in my mailbox. And he's like, file a police report. And I was like, and I left. And at the time, I'm sitting in my car, and I'm like, does he realize the most likely suspect in, this, in the theft of my package would be the mailman? Because... Like, it's a locked mailbox. Um, yeah. But I went, I didn't, I did not file a police report. I was like, I don't, it's too soon. And I, the last time this happened, it just kind of showed up in my mailbox. And I don't want to be that crazy person that accuses the postman of stealing my mail. So um, I went home and I filed a like missing package report after checking with my rental office. Be like, do you have a package for me? No. Mm, okay. So I filed a missing package report. And um, it just kind of magically appeared in my mailbox today. So problem solved, but it's been like problem solved. It's like two days past when it supposedly was delivered. Um, okay, I was just waiting for my just my thing to keep recording because it stopped again. Um, but uh, another thing, back to anime bonsai. Um, the ribbon games going pretty strong at bonsai still, and some people need to. Fucking chill out about the ribbons. I have you ever been to a con with the ribbon game? Oh hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you kind of know how it works. Yeah. Um, there were people that were getting mad because they, essentially they just weren't being handed a ribbon for asking for it. A lot of people will have trivia or whatever that you're supposed to answer in order to um, get the ribbon. One of my favorites that I got uh, was a ribbon with Howl on it, and it said. Like, there you are, darling. I've been looking everywhere for you. Um, oh, no. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and I had to tell the person my favorite Halsman Castle quote, so of course I busted out. You know, what's the point of living if I can't be beautiful? And all my friends were like, damn it! <laughs> um, <laughs> but, so, stuff like that. Um, or they may only give out ribbons to fans of the series or people who are cosplaying from a series like I got a ribbon on Friday for specifically for being a My Hero Academia cosplayer um, most people are respectful of this other people get supremely butthurt about it um, one person was accused of only giving ribbons to their friends but the person was like it's a critical role ribbon I'm pretty sure your 7 year old has not listened to critical role like yeah, and it's just like or like 
it would be nice to have an interaction with a person at this con that wasn't just riven. Like I, I'm pretty good at shutting yeah. that stuff down. Um, like somebody ran up to me and I was impromptu and was like, um, do you have ribbons? And I was like, no, that was a different prompto. Um, so like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's just cons. cons. Yeah. Um, there was apparently a breath of the wild link that was handing out a ribbon that said, yeah, ha, ha, you found me. And that was not me, but I got asked about it quite a bit. Um, at least, a, at least a couple of times. And I was like, no, I, I just wear a side. I, don't I am ribbons. not the ribbon My friend man. suggested that they should make a ribbon that says, don't ask me about my ribbons. Um, I also suggested that somebody dresses the ribbon goblin to bonsai next year and just be like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the ribbon goblin would look like, but I, we could come up with something. I'm sure. They're absolutely covered head to toe in ribbons. Their entire costume is just ribbons. And they walk around like when I'm like doing that weird walk. waddle dance thing. <laughs> yeah, they're like, ribbons. Ribbons, my precious ribbons. <laughs> I'm planning to, I'm hoping to get out ribbons at ALA. So I'm hoping, like, the, the, the ribbon game is more established at ALA. So people are a bit more chill about it. But, um,. I'm hoping to give out ribbons both at ALA and next year's bonsai, and I'm hoping that people aren't, like, obnoxious about it. Um, of course, some people are not as... don't have a much harder time shutting people down than others do. Like, I feel like I would have an easier time saying, you're being rude right now, so I'm not going to give you a ribbon than, say, my friend who has more anxiety about stuff like that and is less confrontational. It's hard sometimes to tell people to fuck off, like, even if they deserve it. So... An Urian J ribbon given out by an Urian J cosplayer, except you have to answer oh, no. his riddles three. I, I, that would be a good one. Answer me these riddles three and just, just like, <laughs> answer like, me these riddles. Three. Rid, like, not extremely difficult riddles, but still, like, riddles on par with that one that Briar yeah. Rose gave us at um, Evermore, where we had to sit there yeah. and have a good long think about it. Um, but yeah, that would be, I should do that. Thanks for the idea. <laughs> um, you're welcome and then one last one before i get into like well I, oh, I have two more um so in light of some comments that were made at, at the con and after i would like to remind you all as a little psa that you don't know how hard someone worked on their costume and even a costume that looks half-assed to you might be something might be their best work um i I don't know. This this came up where somebody was... They were upset because their friend didn't get in to the contest because it filled up so fast, but then there were some costumes in there that they felt were half-assed. But, like, y you don't know. You didn't look at the costume. You, maybe they put their whole ass into that costume, and it just looks half-assed because they're a beginner, and they don't have the skills that are up to your standards, Janet. So, like, just just don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. It's, it's not a good look. So, um, that's... That's what I'm going to say about that, but um, uh, there, there's always a little bit of post-con drama with Bonsai. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm, there, I won't talk too much about it, but uh, that one rubbed me the wrong way for sure. Um, then, anxiety. <laughs> I don't talk about my anxiety much on the podcast, but here goes. Um, my stage anxiety and my, like, anxiety for regarding the cosplay contest was really high this year like worse than last year and i think it has a lot to do with the fact that i finished it so close to the deadline didn't have a chance to wear it first didn't really know what i was going to do for my walk on um i was really like honing in on the handful of flaws in my costume that i thought were going to cost me um a victory which like it's not about the wins and i know that but you know you, your brain just zeroes in on stuff like that um I was, in particular, I talked a lot of shit about my gloves. Um, I had a lot of people coming up to me after the con that were like, oh, I didn't realize you were in the beginner category. And I was like, you didn't look at the inside of my gloves because they did kind of look like shit. <laughs> but, because <laughs> um, I made those gloves in 2015. Like, and then I just fixed them up for this yeah. con. Um, but, like, you know, I was, so I zeroed in on those flaws. I was very anxious about getting on stage. Uh, when I did get on stage, I didn't know what to do, so I spent about 10 seconds up there, I want to say, and for some reason they didn't cut my music. 
Um, so it played out as I walked from, because they had us go, like, we walked off the ramp, went past the audience to the back of the um, the room, out the door to this little photo booth, and we got our picture taken, and then we went back into the green room. So I had to listen to the rest of my music play me out as I was walking away, which was like, hey, did you want to know how much time you didn't spend on stage that you should have? Here you go. Um, so I get to the green room, and of course, everyone's very politely asking me, how'd it go? How'd it go? And in my brain, I'm just like, bad? It went bad? <laughs> and so I'm kind of like, oh, I didn't spend that much time on stage. But after the third person asked me that, I kind of just lost my shit. And my friends know me, and they know when I get to that point, I just kind of have to be left alone to cry it out and like yeah. just sort my yeah. shit out. And so my friend's like, do you need anything? And I was like, no. And she's like, okay, well, holler if you need anything. And she just left me alone. But to the people who don't know me like nobody wants to leave a crying person alone because they're decent people and so i had a bunch of people being like are you okay which of course just makes it worse and i'm like i'm gonna be fine just like leave me alone for a minute um one of the people that did this like before i had my freak out came up to me and was asking me about like you know, how'd you do? They were dressed as Deku. I thought they were contestant. Um, they were extremely sweet. They had a um, notebook that was meant to resemble Deku's, like, hero notebook where he takes notes on heroes and stuff. Um, and Aww, they so had me write my Instagram in there, and it was just full of cosplayers' Instagrams and, like, a description of who they were. Like, so I was like, Link with applique. It was extremely cute. That person was a judge. <laughs> they were an undercover oh. contest judge. They were giving out a special award for... Um, like, I, I, actually, to be honest, I'm kind of confused about what the criteria for their award was. But the point I'm trying to make was that they were extremely sweet to me when I was upset. And when I when they came back out on stage and they were like, this is our secret judge. I was like, oh, it's that Deku that was really, really nice to me <laughs> in the green room. Like, oh, I thought they were just a beginner cosplayer. Like, because if asked, they would tell you like, yeah, I'm, I'm in the beginner category. And I was like, oh, your costume looks great. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, um, that's cute. You got me. You got me. They're like you. <laughs> nice poker face. Um, but also thank you. Um, but yeah, I was like, I don't know, my anxiety was really high and thankfully I, you know, recovered, but I think it's also part of the reason why I like cried all over my friend when I did win an award was because I was like, Oh my god, the brain goblins were wrong. <laughs> god, I feel that. Um but yeah. Uh, hold on. Uh, Do you mind no. if my friend comes in for a second? Come in, but we're pod- we're recording. But I, it would be good eats. <laughs> Sweet dreams. All right, we're good. Continue. We're professional. We're professional um, here. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess just I'm just I don't understand why my, I'm upset because my anxiety was so high this time and I need to chill out. Mm. So the way I'm hoping to counteract it next time is um like to have my costume done more in advance so that i'm able to put it on and like and they actually have an audio deadline that's so so bonsai signups were really close to the con it was like around a month turnaround and our audio was due like towards Mm. the beginning of october um anime los angeles essentially they let anybody sign up but you in order to be like to like secure your spot in the competition you have to um provide progress photos and an audio file by December 15th, a good, like, several weeks before the con. But, they're, but like, they, they open signups on October 7th, so there's plenty of time in between, you know? Um, what I guess yeah. I'm saying is that, like, I'm hoping to have my, co- my music figured out and my uh, costume done well in advance of the con so that I'm able to, like, put it on and get an idea of what to practice and get an idea of what I'm supposed to do on stage in this costume. Um, so that I, like, am less nervous going on because I have a plan. Um, I think that'll help a lot. Uh, I'm also not going into this, like, with near as much hope that I'm going to have a victory because it is such a huge competition compared to Bonsai. Um, so I'm just, like, my goal is to help conquer my stage anxiety and not necessarily to take home a victory. So, um... (laughs) Mm hopefully that's a better that's like a better mindset to go into it with you know 
Um, again, not that I was necessarily like get yeah. sure that I was going to win at Bonsai because again, my brain goblins were like, your gloves are super fucked up, man. It's going to be a problem. But like, because it's a smaller con, I guess I had more hope, you know, which made the brain goblins worse. Um, so hopefully this time go yeah. in with a healthier mindset and a plan and just, a, just a better idea and have my costume done so that I am not stressing about that either. Anyway. That's that's my plan. Hopefully, I'll be able to stick to it. That's my thoughts. Oh, okay. Well, my first piece of salt is that I balls tired. Same. I'm so sorry, Kay, but I am listening. I hope, I hope it like. But I usually we stay in chat afterwards. I mean, but we, I might have we had to that just, like forty five minutes where I had to sort out my computer's out. bullshit. So that's fair. Yeah. Um. But my deadlines. We have them. We got them. We hate them, but we know them. Um, I have a really hard time managing deadlines. Uh, and if it turns out that this ADHD thing is a hundred percent true about me, like I think that doesn't help it. Um, <laughs> Uh, we're investigating that currently, but, like, essentially, it was, it's just hard for me to, like, prioritize tasks and make executive decisions about which tasks need to be done first, I guess. Um, and so I was bad about that, and also I was confused about the number of charms and blah 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 blah. Uh, so basically it ended up with me last minute doing a lot of shit, which is never good for your health, kids. And I think it's been worse. Like, I'm not saying I'm old. I'm 25. But, like, even the difference between 18 and 25 is enough to where, like, all-nighters no, I feel that. different. I, I've um, been there. Than they did when I... That was part of the, like, yeah. motivation. Like, I could all... Co- convention crunching was one time when I... I think probably when I was 25 or 26, I had a, co- a, co- a costume that I was up until 6 a.m. finishing, and I was, like... I can't do this anymore. I'm too old. Yeah. I just, I'm too old now. Yeah. Um, so got to find other ways to hit those deadlines. Um, it's not super salt, but it's just like, it's kind of like, how do I fucking fix this? Um, and then, you know, trying to not get to that place where you're like, you're a failure. Um, it's always a hard time. Less of a downer. Uh, (laughs) Or I guess it. I this isn't really salt. It's just like sometimes you feel like your life is an MTV reality show. I want to say that I work in a like not the best area, um, and and like it's a library, but also it's a library and not the best area with all that that entails. Um, and luckily, no none of the employees were hurt. Like I I asked my boss if she was okay, because I saw her head over there. I'm like, please don't get hurt. Um, but, like, teenagers, man, fucking wildin' out. Um, I, like, I heard an argument starting between this couple and earlier as I'm going around doing my duties, and then I, like, come back around, and this other man had come, and now all three of them were fighting, and it was, like, a fist fight. And, like, God, you know when you're, like, you're like, I shouldn't stop and look at this, but what it's too late. I'm already watching this unfold. Um, so I'm, like, holding the empty cart because I had finished shelving everything, and I'm just, like, looking at this. I guess it's fair. In my defense, everybody had just stopped and was staring at this fight. Um, what else can you do? People were getting shoved into books. It was a whole... Security had to come. It was a whole-ass time. Um, what did you expect? And I was just, like... And then, and then afterwards, this is the funniest fucking part to me, I want to say. I heard w- the, one of the girls go, I'm getting thrown out. <laughs> and this indignant voice, apparently these people... I've been forcibly ejected from um, the premises. ...had already had problems before. But I just, I like, imagine you fucking watch someone have a fight, and then you hear one of them being like, I'm being kicked out of the premises that I had a fight in. Um, I won't... S- <laughs> I won't say anything else about it because it's none of my business and, like, I don't think, like, legally it would be advisable for me to say anything else Turns about it. But, like, place. I was, for just, just like a minute, else. I was just like, where am I? 
What? Like, in my head, I thought, you know, when I, like, when I think of libraries, I think of academia and, like, scholars. I don't think of people brawling. Um, but teenagers sure find a way. Um, yeah, I won't say any more about that since I, I it's do too. <laughs> none of my business, but also I just wanted, I mostly wanted to describe my reaction to the brawl of just like, what the fuck is going on in here in this day? Um, also, this last piece of salt is just kind of like a funny piece of salt. I have a lot of salt politically right now because it feels, um, it feels like Every day I get up and I read the news and it feels like it's an Onion fucking article, except it's real life and I don't know what to do. But I try to keep that out of the podcast because we're all here for a good time. Um, so while this thing physically hurts me and emotionally hurts me and spiritually hurts me, it'll be funny for you and that's all that fucking matters. Um, so my dad today, I want, so y'all know I have a friend living with me, um, and so my friend and I are trying to eat our dinner, um, and my dad walks in, and he's like, now that yeah. I've consumed the food you got me for my birthday, and you can't take it back, I need to tell you about something. He's like, I need to complain about this fact that this anime I'm watching, it's good, but there are just no naked titties in it. And I'm like, <laughs> you know that part in Doctor Strange where he gets slapped out of his body? <laughs> But it wasn't over. It was. It wasn't over. So he's like, just none. Not even a glimpse. Not even them taking off their clothes. Not even any jokes about titties. Because he was talking about how he was watching this thing, um, this other anime where they were making big tit, little tit jokes. And I'm just like, and he's like, and he was so enthusiastic about like, Jesse, doesn't this bother you? You like titties? And I'm like, sometimes I watch anime for the plot, actually. Um. He's, and he's just like, I just, I don't understand why there's no titties. There's not even any, you know, that thing where their boobs move. And I'm like, oh God. And I realized, and I was like, are you talking about jiggle physics? And my friend starts laughing. She's like, ah, yes, the jiggle physics. And then both of, she, she's fine. She finds this fucking hilarious because I'm suffering. And she looks over at me and I'm dying and she can see that I'm no longer in my fucking body. And she's just laughing at me. And so then, like, he's like, yeah, the jiggle physics. He's like, I just love them. I love the jiggle. And this doesn't even have the jiggle. And then he was talking about this other softball anime. He's like, you know, I know it's not realistic, but could they, could they you know, reach up and then boing, basically? And I'm, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Is, um, doing her best. Actually, Jake cut that name. Um, <laughs> my friend is doing her best to, like, not go absolutely, like, like, I don't know, full-blown laugh at my life mode, um, but he, uh, he's just talking about how much he loves jiggle physics, and my friend is like, listen, no girl plays softball without a sports bra on, like, if you think girls are in, engaging in activities without sports bras, you've got another thing coming. And, like, we strap that shit down, basically, is what she said to him. And my dad is just like, yeah, but that's not what I enjoy. And this is anime. And I'm here for a reason. And I, at this point, I want to leave this mortal coil. Like, just, I, I have no words about the titty jiggle physics debacle <laughs> of 2019. And he's like, I prefer it when the titties jiggle. And he's like, there's not even big boobs, you know? Like, ridiculous big boobs. And I'm like, not everybody has big boobs. And I'm like, God, help me. And then he's like, Jesse, you like boobs. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't discriminate against boobs. Like, big boobs, small boobs, I like them all. Like, I'm not one of those big people who's like, big titties only. I like all titties equally that's welcome to my ted talk but he's just i just imagine imagine your father talking to you about anime titties just imagine for a moment the pain you would feel if your father talked to you about anime titties just hold that in your heart of hearts and you know maybe a fraction of what goes on in here on a daily basis
I'm so tired, y'all. And it just never ends. It keeps getting worse somehow. He keeps finding some... Like, first it was just that him telling me that he only likes, like, harem animes and, like, shoujo animes, but, like, etchy shoujo animes. And then now it's the anime titty debacle of 2019. And I'm losing it, Todd Howard. I don't know what to do. But, uh... <laughs> That's my sauce. All right, well, that's our show tonight. <laughs> Where can we find you on the internet? In the arms of an angel. You can find me on Twitter as Filthy Wizard and on Twitch and Instagram as Filthy Magic User. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Humanity Upgrade and on Instagram as Crowfeather Cosplay. Uh, you can find our Wayward co-host and editor Jake on Twitter as at Jake underscore Lionheart. And you can find the podcast on Twitter as at Podcast Salt. Um, you can listen to the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, including iTunes, Spotify, and Fireside, among others. And if you like the show and you'd like to help us out, please consider donating to our Ko-fi. That's ko-fi.com slash report. And remember, kids, don't be a ribbon goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night.